Welcome to the Relationship Channel. Teaching for Change, Trading STFC Grow Beyond brings to you a series of podcasts to enhance personal and professional relationships. I'm Catherine Mora and I'm your host for these weekly conversations. The Relationship Channel Podcast Series 1. So what if I'm angry? Episode 8. Be the Change. This podcast is for all of us. Every individual has a sphere of influence. The sphere of influence we have might be quite different from someone else's sphere of influence. But in the one that we're in, we can be the change that we're expecting to see within an organization at home, or within our community. The principles in this podcast are based on a workplace. However, you can use these principles that we're going to be talking about in your work or in your home situation so that you can be the change in the situation that you're in. So let's get into it. Point one, be the change in the management or leadership position you are in. So how can you, in a position of managing staff and leading people, be the change? Leading and managing people isn't an easy task. We're dealing with different types of people, different personalities, values can be different. The ways that people perceive situations can be quite different as well. Individuals also have different skills and there are the demands and pressures of the industry that add to this mix. So what does it actually mean to be the change as a manager, specifically relating to anger within the organisation? A few years ago, I was walking to my car with one of the students from my business class, and they were sharing an experience they'd had within their organisation with me. They mentioned that they had felt bullying and anger directed and frustration directed towards them, and it was a very difficult situation. However, the manager in charge at the time called the individual concerned and spoke to them in private, not in front of everyone else, and discussed the issues that were going on in their lives and also patterns of behavior that they had taken on and that were common in the way that they dealt with people. It was interesting to hear from this um, lady that was sharing with me that immediately the situation was dealt with and it didn't reoccur. Now, that's the power of management. The leader manager in place at the time saw the situation, took action and did something about it. Now, to ignore it is to allow the issues to perpetuate within the organization. Now, the individuals I interviewed, many of them related this issue. They said that often there were situations occurring in the workplace, including anger that was recurring anger, and their expectation was that leadership should be proactive in this area and should definitely be the change that individuals are expecting within the organization. So what does this actually mean in practical terms? When you see your staff under pressure, upset, frustrated, 
finding it difficult to deal with situations, it's important to provide a platform for them to talk to someone. Having that immediate conversation about that frustration and what they're experiencing can be very beneficial not only for the organisation and for retention, but also for the individual that is angry and frustrated. Having them process this situation and their feelings can enable them to identify the issues and what they want to communicate to the team members. So where does this point of being the change as a manager or leader come from? I um, conducted some research with individuals that had received anger or observed anger within the workplace, and their recommendation to managers was this, that they deal with the situations more effectively and proactively. And secondly, there was an expectation of a higher standard for managers that wasn't being met when managers got frustrated and angry. And their recommendation was that individuals deal with their anger more proactively, especially when they're in leadership. If you're the manager and the leader and you're the one feeling frustrated and angry with situations, get help for yourself, get coaching so that you can learn new patterns of behavior. Sometimes we're only stuck in those patterns because that's all we know how to do. To access coaching for yourself or for your staff, check the link below and book in today. If you haven't listened to podcast three, how long should you stay in a dysfunctional workplace? I'd encourage you to do that because it just portrays how much this type of anger and frustration can impact the lives of people negatively. Point two, be the change and deal with emotions within the organization as a leader or manager effectively. Why would individuals, managers and leaders of organizations be intimidated by emotions? The individuals I interviewed that experienced anger or that observed anger noticed that managers, especially men, found it really difficult to deal with female emotions. And the issue that arose from that is that the situations within the workplace escalated. They escalated emotionally and became very difficult, not only for managers, but for co-workers that were around this emotional individual. Now, these emotions got out of control to such an extent that individuals didn't even want to come to work or be in the space of that individual that was emotional. Now, the only reason that escalated, according to the people that I interviewed, participants that experienced and observed um, anger, is that management was not proactive in dealing with these emotional outbursts. As described by one of the participants, the manager did not know what to do with the emotion. The manager, a man at the time, did not know how to deal with female outbursts. Now, if that's the case for you and you're in management and you're a man, I'd encourage you to find ways to explore conversation with emotional individuals. Now, emotion is simply the desire to communicate something. Something is happening there that needs to be dealt with 
and it's not being dealt with. And that could be related to organizational issues or situations, or it could be simply related to the day-to-day running of the organization. It could be related to personal issues. So how does one actually discover what is going on? The first step is to have that conversation with that individual. Set aside some time where you can sit down, have a talk about what's happening, what you've observed, what you've seen, and ask open questions. Questions that will elicit more response from that individual. So, for example, what has been happening? Tell me more about it. How are you feeling about the situation you're going through right now? Tell me more about the reason why this issue has escalated. Tell me more about why you are so upset about the situation. This type of questions will enable you to understand further the issues and deal with situations as you hear the reasons for those. If you don't know how to do that, educate yourself. Get some coaching. Do some courses on communication. Read books or audio books on the topic. I've added a link below to the book Difficult Conversations, a bestseller by Douglas Stone and Sheila Heen. So in practical terms, what can you focus on when you are interviewing individuals that are emotional? Remember that emotions are simply an indication of what's going on inside that individual. So it's important to explore what that means to them. Listen to the person that's emotionally frustrated and angry. Ask them how they perceive the situation that they're encountering and the reason why they feel so frustrated and angry. By listening to them and by enabling them to talk about it. Individuals can gain clarity about the reasons why they're frustrated and angry. And it just gives them a different perspective as you have that conversation with them. So in this second point, I encourage you to deal with the emotions within the organization effectively, even if you find it difficult. Point three, be the change by being an approachable manager or leader. A number of individuals I interviewed expressed that they found it really hard to approach the leadership. And in some instances, they had approached the leadership but hadn't had any results from that approach. Now, it's really important if you're a leader or manager within the organization that you're an approachable person. What does that actually mean? It means that you're going to listen to the situations the individuals are experiencing within the workplace. Now, of course, there are always both sides to a story. So you're not only looking at one side, but you're providing that listening ear to look at both sides, both situations. Find out how you can um, mediate situations if that's within your capacity. And if not, if you can refer that to um, escalate it to individuals that can mediate that difficult situation. Now, the key here is to be approachable. The individuals I interviewed felt intimidated because they thought they would be discriminated against, that they might lose their jobs. They thought that 
because they were new workers, they were the ones to blame for the whole situation. And often they put all that blame upon themselves. So it's really important as a manager and as a leader to be proactive and to be an example within the organization of how situations should be dealt with. And by doing that, you can be the change within that department, within that organization, within the environment that you're working in. And if you're not approachable and not good at that, I'd encourage you to find someone within the organization that is approachable. Having someone approachable in place will enable issues to be dealt with effectively and people to be heard. When people are heard, they feel welcome, they feel embraced, and they feel that they want to belong to that organization. So don't feel intimidated if you're not that person that they're going to approach. Because often we're all different and we have different personalities, different skills and ways of doing things. So if you don't have the skills to be approachable and empathetic, I encourage you to put someone in place or to talk to the organization so that they can put someone in place that can do this. The benefits will be huge. We're all different. We have different ways of dealing with situations, different personalities. And to have the right people in the right place at the right time can be extremely beneficial to organizations. So I encourage you in this point to be the change and be approachable as a leader and as a manager or allocate somebody to do this job for you. Thank you for joining me today for the podcast on Be the Change. I encourage you to grow check the resources below. We have a number of resources and I've added some books that will enable you to deal with situations effectively. Don't hesitate to book in for coaching. Contact us if you have anything you'd like to talk about and I'll see you next week for episode nine. I'm here for you no matter what you do. The key to a supportive environment. <music>